Uh, Theo, let's just uh, catch up here first. I know uh, you've been doing a lot of speaking engagements over the years. I believe you got into music as well. What are you up to these days? Well, uh, I'm pretty much somewhere different every week uh, speaking. And uh, we actually have a a music uh, tour coming up here uh, at the end of May through uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba. So looking forward to that. Uh, And we have our foundation going here in Calgary. So, uh, yeah, you know, lots of really good stuff going on and and, uh, been quite busy, uh, you know, since I since I retired from hockey. Well, a friend of mine actually said she went to your session uh, here in Edmonton at the teachers' convention not too long ago. So I knew you were you were in Edmonton recently. Um, the music thing, though, tell me how this came about because that must be pretty cool. Well, I grew up around country music, and uh, you know my my grandfather was a fiddle player. My dad was an entertainer. My uncle was an entertainer. So you know I grew up around country music, and and uh, so you know I. During my playing career, I always, you know, sang and, and uh, you know, loved listening to country music. And, you know, when I retired from the game, I had a couple of friends in the music industry and got together and started writing songs. And, and uh, um, I think we wrote about 30 songs for the album and picked 10 of the best songs we thought were good and, and uh and yeah, so we went from there, and I have a band called the Death Valley Rebels, and uh, it's a bunch of local guys from Calgary, and, and uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and, and uh, you know, I'm in a pretty heavy subject every day, uh, you know, traveling across the country speaking about trauma, mental health, and addiction, so, you know, the music stuff's kind of a uh, a new outlet, and, and uh, you know, we really have a lot of fun with it. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. How many shows have you done? And uh, I mean, where do you want to take this? I mean, you mentioned you have the album. I listened to a couple of the songs. They, they sound great. So that's uh, awesome to to hear. But uh, where do you want to take this music thing? Well, at this point, you know, we 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 don't know where it's going to go. You know, obviously, the music industry is hard to to break into, and and uh, we've done about ten shows, I guess. Uh, since uh since the album has come out and and uh you know we did have a distribution deal and a record deal for a while and and uh we're we're shopping around for a new uh a new label to represent us so uh and we're planning to do another album i actually talked to to my guy yesterday and and uh so we'll be working on that in in the new year here and stuff so wherever it goes it goes i I think more more than anything it's just it's just a really fun and cool outlet, and uh, like I said, we have a lot of fun with it. Uh, for our fans that maybe want to, you know, listen to some of your stuff, uh, yep. where can they find it? And uh, I guess when will you be coming to Edmonton to perform? <laughs> well, actually, we, we played at Century Casino uh, last year uh, to a sold-out show. It was uh, it was pretty awesome, and and uh, but we're on iTunes. Uh, Theo Flurry on iTunes, and we, we have a few uh, videos on uh, on YouTube and stuff, so check it out. Awesome. So it sounds like you're busy. Um, have you had a chance to watch any playoff hockey here? Yeah, I watch as much hockey as I can. You know, obviously, uh, uh, you know, when I'm home and I'm available, uh, uh, you know, I, I have four games going at once, one on my phone, one on my 
tablet, one on my computer, one on the TV. So, you know, I'm, uh, I still follow it religiously and, and, uh, you know, I've really enjoyed, uh, you know, both teams in Alberta sort of turning around this year and making the playoffs. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, we won't see a battle of Alberta this year, but I'm sure in the near future, uh, we'll definitely see one of those too. Yeah, well, a lot of uh, fans were hoping for that. I, I'm only 26, so I've never actually watched uh, the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs, so I was really hoping to see it and the way both teams played this season. It looked like uh, at one point it was going to happen. Uh, even down to the last game, it almost happened here in the first round, so I was really excited to, that it was going to happen, but it didn't. Uh, could have happened in the second round, but I'm sure in the near future it will happen. So when you start thinking of the Battle of Alberta, what comes to mind for you, Theo? Well, it's probably some of the most intense, fun, exciting hockey that I've ever played in in my career. And, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that the Flames and the Oilers haven't played since 1991 was the last time we played against each other in the playoffs. And, you know, I, I to this day, I still believe that, that that series was one of the greatest series ever played in the history of the game. So, um, you know, I... I think that, you know, the way that sort of the economy has been in Alberta, that, uh, we, you know, people need a shot in the arm. And, and I think both teams uh, this year provided some really entertaining hockey. And, and uh, you know, to see what the Oilers have done and, and how they've sort of rebuilt their, their team after, a, you know, a long absence away from the playoffs. Uh, you know, they're a fun, exciting team to watch. Calgary's a fun, exciting team to watch. And, and uh, so I can see those teams, you know, for for the near future and, and into the future to be, <clears throat> you know, consistent playoff teams year after year, which is great. And the way uh, the divisions are set up, it's likely going to happen here in the near, fu- near future. Uh the Flames, though, they go down last night in four to the Anaheim Ducks. For whatever reason, it seems like the Ducks have the Flames' number, at least in Anaheim, for that matter. I think it's, what, 30 in a row that the, the Flames have lost there now. Um, a tough way to go out, a good season overall. The future is still bright, but uh, what do you think the Flames need to improve on next season? Is it uh, the goaltending, the main focus for the Flames moving forward here? Well, I, I think that definitely the goaltending was sort of an Achilles heel in the series, but, you know, I thought that the Flames actually outplayed the Ducks for the majority of the series, and unfortunately, you know, a couple of breaks in game two and then in game three, uh, you know, being up four, four to one and, and you know, not, not winning that game was a little bit disappointing, I'm sure, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that when your goalie has – save percentage under 900 in the playoffs you're not going to win too many series and so uh you know obviously that that was uh an achilles heel for them but but you know i think the ducks outscored the flames 10 to 2 on five on five and and uh you know our power play was great but you know, we're a young team, and, and uh anytime your team gets in the playoffs and doesn't matter how many games they play uh you know, that experience goes a long ways and, and uh you know, listening to all the comments last night after the after the game, you know, the team's excited about next year and, and uh, you know, improving on what they did this year. 
Well, yeah, good experience for guys like uh, Bennett, Monahan, Gaudreau, uh, and Matthew Kachuk, who I wanted to hit on here uh, next, Theo. He's a guy that uh, plays uh, the game tough. Uh, he gets under the opponent's skin at times. Uh, he's a young player, so to see him come in the league and sort of uh, – you know, ruffle the feathers of so many players. It's uh, it's fun to watch. I know a lot of people in Edmonton absolutely hate this guy, but uh, <laughs> you know that's good. That means the Battle of Alberta is uh, is brewing a little bit here. Uh, but y- you were a guy that uh, you know had a lot of skill as well, and you know how to get under the the opponent's skin. So when you watch this guy play, what do you what comes to mind? Would you offer any advice to him? Uh, as a young guy here in the league, because, you know, you hear guys like Drew Doughty already calling him a dirty player and stuff like that. Uh, so what do you think about uh, his game? Well, I think Matthew Chuck, uh, you know, I played against his dad, and his dad was no fun to play against either. So, uh, And his dad <laughs> ended up being, you know, having an amazing career. And so if Matthew can achieve what his dad achieved, you know, that's only good for, our, you know, the Flames organization. So, uh you know, and, and all Edmonton fans hate guys that play well against the Oilers. So, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, you know, when you're a young guy breaking into the league, uh, you know, you need room on the ice to be able to do what you do best. And, and I think that Matthew is, is carving out a niche for himself. And, and, uh, you know, I thought it was great, uh, the whole Drew Doughty thing and, and, uh, and you know the next game after they played uh, and and played the the Kings again, you know Matthew took the initiative and uh, you know he fought this first shift of that game and he went after Drew Drew Doughty at you know shift after shift after shift and and uh, I thought it was great. Uh, you hit on players creating room for themselves. Clearly, uh, let's look at the Oilers here with uh, Connor McDavid right now. The Sharks are all over him in this uh, playoff series. Uh, clearly, I think, you look at a guy like Drysdale as well, he got frustrated in uh, Game 4, led to uh, him getting tossed from the game. Uh, McDavid as well, showing some frustration at times, uh, going after Joe Pavelski there, that led to a 5-on-3 power play for the Sharks. So clearly, the skilled guys for the Oilers frustrated in this series uh, what would you, or how do you think they need to fight through this moving forward? Because I think if the Oilers are going to win this series, they need uh, both of those guys to get going here offensively. But uh, it is tight checking. They're playing some really good D, uh, some veteran players that know how to do that. Um, so what do you think they need to do to fight through it? Well, you know, you you cannot show that you're frustrated, you know, in a, in a series like that. So, um you know, I think that that what Connor McDavid has to do is stay out of the stay out of the stuff and just you know just play his game and and let the you know the guys around him you know take care of, of the business. But you know, it's Connor McDavid's first playoff series, right? So you know he's learning and and uh, and so you know it's just a learning process and and. Uh, you know, San Jose is is the champions of the Western Conference uh, from last year, and it's going to take an extraordinary effort to to eliminate those guys from the playoffs. And we saw that, you know, in Game Four the other night, where San Jose, you know, really made a statement and said, "Hey, if you're going to knock us off, you're going to have to bring your very, very best." And that's, you know, but that's so different from any team in the playoffs, you know that. 
that, you know, we're seeing it in the Toronto Washington series that, you know, these, these young kids who, who, uh, you know, have a whole lot of skill and, and, you know, when you have a lot of skill that can carry you a long ways in a playoff series, but, you know, when you're playing an experienced team, such as the San Jose Sharks and they know how to win and they know, you know, they know how to get under the other team's best players. And so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Chatting with uh, Theo Fleury here on the Faceoff Show. Uh, yeah, the Sharks took their game up a notch. Uh, I still think the Oilers can get to that level as well. Uh but in terms of momentum here in a playoff series, Rob Brown works on our pre- and post-game show here at the 6.30, Chad. He basically said that no matter how big the loss is, momentum doesn't carry over from uh, from game to game in the playoffs. So I think that bodes well for the Oilers tonight. They just need to get back to doing what they do best. Uh, are you a believer in that uh, theory as well? Do you think momentum carries over in a playoff series after such a lopsided loss? Well, I think there's more momentum shifts in the game as opposed to, you know, how the game ends. You know, I think every game is separate uh, unto its own. And, and uh, you know, it was it was amazing because uh, I was at game three here in Calgary. And, and when Anaheim scored the second goal, which was kind of a soft goal, I could really sort of see the momentum change. And Calgary never got got that momentum back. And, and uh, so, yeah, it's it's almost from moment to moment, uh, you know, the momentum can shift. And so uh, the team that sort of sustains the most pressure throughout the game is going to, you know, have that momentum and get get those breaks that you need in the playoffs in, in order to have success. Do you recall such a lopsided loss in the playoffs in your career, such as the one that the Oilers were handed last night? Yeah, we night? Lost, I think we lost 11-4 to four in L.A. one night. So, and how did you guys respond to that? Uh, I think we won the next game, so, yeah. <laughs> what was I get? Yeah, I was talking with Craig Simpson about that on Oilers Now yesterday, and uh, we were looking back at the 06 playoff run. The Oilers against Carolina, they lost 5 nothing in Game 2, and then they bounced back the next game. So it doesn't seem like those are a couple of examples that show that it doesn't really matter. Um, but what was the focus, I guess, for you guys after that 11-4 loss? Well, you just got to get back to what you – you know, you do well as a team and each individual has to get prepared to, you know, bring their very best game, uh, you know, to the ice. And, and uh, you know, when you do that, uh, you know, those 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 lopsided losses in the playoffs, you just forget about it, wake up the next morning and, and get back to work. Uh, just uh, one more here for you, uh, Theo. I just wanted to ask you about the gamesmanship so far in this series. Uh, I don't know if you heard of the story about the Sharks forcing the Oilers to sort of skate in the dark prior to their morning skate, uh, before their <laughs> official skate time. As you know, players like to get out there early uh, before the morning skate at times. So what do you think about that? And anything ever happened in your career uh, in a playoff series that sort of uh, reminds you of that? Yeah. If you need to do that kind of stuff in order to win, then go ahead. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, we're all professionals, and and uh, you know, I, I was a guy I hated practice, so you know, <laughs> turn the lights off so that I don't have to practice. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I was a guy that just loved to play the game, and and uh, I remember, 
when I was with the Avalanche and we played Detroit in the second round of the playoffs, Scotty Bowman painted the dressing room the day, either the day of or the day that we, we got there. So there was those uh, lead paint teams that we had to, uh, you know, absorb uh, uh, in the dressing room. So, But it didn't work. We ended up beating four games to two. So, you know, whether that stuff works or not, I don't think it does. You know, I think that, uh, you know, you spend your whole life preparing for the opportunity to play in the playoffs. And, and uh, you know, when you get there, you know, your whole focus is not on whether the lights are on or off, you know, before you get out on the ice. Uh, you know, I don't think that thing, that, that kind of stuff really matters a whole lot. <laughs> that Bowman story is classic. I love that. <laughs> All right, Theo. Well, thanks for taking some time. We'll have to do it again here soon. Uh, enjoy the rest of the playoffs. Uh, good luck with the music stuff as well. Uh, we, we really appreciate you taking some time here uh, on the Faceoff Show. Yeah, my pleasure. And, uh, you know, good luck to the Oilers tonight and, uh, you know, the rest of the way.